Welcome to today's 820 podcast. Let's get into it. The title today is Don't You Think? Don't You Think? Tagline Actually, you don't. And I get this from Mr. U.S. Anderson's book, The Three Magic Words. And in this section of his book, again, I highly recommend you pick it up and read it, listen to it, listen to the uh, video, audio on YouTube. It's like eight or ten hours, but well worth the listen. But in this part of the book, it's focused on faith and thinking. But before I get into that, I want to talk about this thing called thinking. A couple of things here. In my book, I had summarized a conversation I had with a friend of mine. His name was Tom, working at a, uh, a great company in Chicago. In discussion over lunch with him, a question that even to this day stumps me that he would ask it. But he said, hey, Ming. How do you think? I was just, what? What do you mean how I think? I was just like totally flabbergasted about that question. One, I couldn't answer it, but also that he would ask the question. But I'll get into that maybe in another podcast. But I've had th- several close friends of mine that I've hung out with, hanging out, going to school, whatever. And I spent a lot of time with them. But many of them have asked me a question very casually, like, what are you thinking? And I'll say, invariably, I would say that I'm thinking absolutely nothing. And that to me is, I'm very proud of that because it's my natural natural reaction or my state of mind. And I guess people think that we're all thinking all the time and we're doing something, and then I ask the simple question, hey, what are you thinking about that? I'm really not thinking about anything. I'm looking at it. I'm observing it. And when I say that, I'm not thinking. I'm observing what's around me, and I don't need any dissertation or analysis or investigation. I'm just observing. I'm kind of funny like that. But I've been doing this for a long time, for many, many years, and maybe even decades, But it's funny to me that Mr. Anderson, in his book, in this section, in the three magic words about faith and thinking, that he, um, I know this now, but he wrote this over 70 years ago. I'm just not recognizing it as part and parcel of who I am, but this man wrote it down for all of us to read many, many decades ago. So it was in his paragraph in this book, they stated very clearly that we don't think thoughts. Think about that, if you can. We don't think thoughts. We don't actively think any thoughts. His proposition is that these thoughts are coming through our minds, flitting in and out, black and white, up and down, the wind, the sun, the rain, come across your mental screen and your brain. And with all the thoughts that occur, we have the capacity and capability only, only to observe them and then decide which ones to act on. Now, that statement from him didn't surprise me, but he says that we don't think. 
And I said to myself many, many times, many, many friends over many years. But when I say I'm not thinking, people find that hard to believe because their position usually is that we all think all the time. But me knowing me, I'm just an audience of one, but by me reading from Mr. Anderson, him saying that I've been feeling this for years, I don't think. I do observe and choose to communicate. Now, how well I communicate is another question. But the process and the decision to observe, then communicate, is a core foundational model of the book, Resilience, the Beauty of Presence. In the book, the model for resilience is observation, communication, and repeat. Very simple. Observing, communicating. That is the core model of my book, Resilience. However, in Mr. Edison's book, of course, he is quite more learned and experienced and resourceful than I am. He put in that, that process that I outlined for you, observer, observation, contemplation, and choice. I may have to adjust or change my process models for life to observation, communication, and consequence. And then back to observation, communication, and consequence cycle again. And this is what I'm saying, but I would ask a question about what I'm thinking. What am I thinking? It's still real and true for me that I don't think. I simply observe and then I choose which thoughts to engage and then which ones to communicate. That's really, really squarely and clearly defining to me. You see, all these 820 podcasts I've shared with you in the past several months, I don't own any of these thoughts that have come across in these podcasts. I don't prescribe or predict any godlike insights. I didn't go into a cave or in a desert and then came up with these models of wisdom or these tablets of wisdom called resilience. And then also, here is the 820 podcast. I'm not trying to be funny, but I didn't come out with this revelation from on high. Maybe I did, but it wasn't mine. It was just a, I'm just a vessel to pass through these thoughts that are not mine, that I observe, and thankfully had the wherewithal to choose to communicate them. So the 820 podcast I say with you now, I just get them and to observe an idea, to observe a thought, a picture, a movie, a song, or something from Mr. Anderson, or Mr. Eckhart Tolle, or Mr. Colson Whitehead, or from my son, for example. So Mr. Anderson was saying in his book, these thoughts are not mine, not yours. But if you can consider this, going back to my other, other earlier podcast, I talk about fate being fixed. Not in a bad way. Let's consider that a good thing. The fact that I'm recording this right now and you're listening to this gives some credence to that. If only for right now, our fates are fixed for us to meet each other today. This is not even a bad thing. Even if I have annoyed you or bothered you or disrupted your day, maybe that's a very small possible 
potential percentage on the bad side. But on a good side, our fates bring us together here can't be that bad. It's a good thing for us, saying that our fates are fixed. You don't have to think to use that. Just observe that and then choose to communicate it back to me. So let me stop this part right now and come back with a part two. But if you just consider this statement, we don't think, and those thoughts you are experiencing are not yours, but you have the underlying infrastructure into our process to choose to observe and then choose to communicate which ones. Let's get into part two coming up. Until then, stay present, stay current. It's always 820.